0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Curious Jay here with my first official podcast. Newscast? Podcast. Either way. So before I get into it, I just want to say to catch any of this live, I do stream on twitch.tv slash curiousjay. You can catch me uh, many times throughout the week. I don't have a set schedule, but if you're looking to play some Super Smash Bros or some Mario Kart with some other Switch games thrown around in there, we do stream every Thursday night. 10:30 p.m central with the community y'all are welcome to join but anyways let's get into it today we're going to be talking about some games that are being released uh, games that have been released recently and some streamer news that's mainly what this podcast is gonna be about let's get into it with some of the game news the first game I want to talk about is the new game called Tim Tim now I say new um, it's being released fairly soon coming out in January I believe the 21st of this coming year 2020 so Temtem is known it's been being talked about a lot it's known as a Pokemon clone now a lot of people might you know not like the idea of the clone of a game that's been out for over a decade for a long time now but hear me out this game looks great please do not sleep on this game check it out for yourself Temtem so Temtem is a massive multiplayer creature collection adventure inspired by Pokemon. It's basically, you're in this environment called the Airborne Archipelago. And the Pokemon in quotation marks that you're catching, they're called Temtem. So your goal is to catch every Temtem, battle other trainers, you get to customize your own house, join friends on the, on the adventure. So it is co-op play for the story mode. And there's a bunch of other stuff. It's an open world. It is an MMO. So you get to play alongside everyone at the same time, share this, the main storyline with everyone, and um, there's a lot more to it. It's a, there's a lot more detail to it than a game like Pokemon has. The breeding system is a lot more detailed. Your character customization is a lot more detailed. There's just more to it. And the thing that's sad about that is, in my opinion, I love Pokemon. I always have. But a company like Game Freak, can literally just create a Pokemon game and they know people are gonna buy it they everyone's looking forward to it already so that leaves a lot less expectation from them a lot of things happen with with uh, sword and shield that just recently got released on the switch there were um, players were promised so much more than they actually got there was a bunch of moves that were taken out there was some just different parts of the game that were taken out that were actually promised to players before the game was released and this was because they wanted to do more for the characters for the customization and things like that but it didn't come with a lot of that and we all paid $60 still so when a company like Crema Games the game company that's creating Temtem alongside publisher humble bundle comes around They're going to want to put a lot more effort into their game to make sure that the community likes it, because they're new, they're new to the block, you know what I mean? So they're going to want to make a game that's much better, put a lot more effort to it, not only upon release, but in the years to come. And so not only that, but the game is actually coming out for the PlayStation, for the Nintendo Switch. Xbox and it's gonna be on PC. It's already on Steam if you go check it out right now as being released in January The rumor is is that it's only gonna be in the $30 range and it's gonna have crossplay and cross progression so What more could we ask for you know what I mean? <laughs> I Am looking forward to it so much. I'm super hyped for this game i most likely be streaming it myself as soon as it comes out Speaking of crossplay in games that are a decade old, Minecraft is finally getting crossplay on the PlayStation 4. Now, this is a huge deal not only because people have been wanting to play Minecraft together for so long, but coming from Sony, PlayStation has been exclusive to itself for so long. They don't do crossplay in many games at all, and fairly recently they actually announced that that was something they wanted to work on. They wanted to be crossplay with more, uh, more platforms with the Xbox, with the Switch, and with PC. So, seems like they've been keeping true to their word. Minecraft is one of those games that the PlayStation was excluded. Everyone else can play together except for them. And thankfully, now here we are, better days to come. You know what I mean? Minecraft is finally cross-play on the PlayStation 4. So, if you're into Minecraft, if you have it on the PlayStation 4, and you wanna play it with friends that don't own the PlayStation themselves, here you go. This is what you've been waiting for. In other PlayStation news, if you want a PS4 already, I'm sure you're super excited for the PS5 to come. Already rumored to be released in the holiday season of 2020, most likely in November. Um, the console looks like it's gonna be a beast. I mean, the CPU, the graphics card. It's got an SSD inside. Of course, it's gonna play 4K. Um, but it's just, it's, it's bragging about ultra fast loading times it's talking about being able to play at 120 Hertz which is never been done by consoles before I'm sure Xbox is trying to shoot for the same thing don't get me wrong but being able to do this on a console in general whether it's PlayStation or Xbox is just amazing to me that's something that has been exclusive to PC players for so long and it's so amazing to see how Times change over the years, how graphics keep increasing and how technology changes and everything. It's To me, it's amazing. I'm a PC player myself, but as far as consoles go, I've always owned a PlayStation, so we'll see. I might be getting it. I'm not sure yet. And even though we don't have a price point for it yet, I'm sure it's going to be expensive. But hey, it'll make a nice Christmas present, right? I don't know if you guys remember the game Anthem. At its initial release did fairly well, it was a looter shooter game, kind of like Destiny, but there were problems with it. It died fairly quickly because it was causing issues with consoles, people were saying that there just wasn't enough to the game. For many reasons, one way or another, people stopped playing it, the game died. So BioWare has recently announced that they're working on remaking the game. Uh, some people are calling it Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next. There's not a lot of detail for it, but the fact that these developers can see where they failed, where they went wrong, and take time, they're not rushing it, it's been a while. They're taking their time to remake the game and, and put out a product that people will actually enjoy. I find that admirable myself. I think it's nice when the game developer company can see that and fix where they went wrong. So if you were an Anthem fan yourself, you have something to look forward to. Hopefully by 2020 it'll be out. Like I said, there's not a lot of detail behind it. There's no timeline for it either. But just know they're working on it. This next bit of gaming news hits home for me. I've been a fan of Blizzard for a long time. And when they announced Warcraft 3 Reforged, man, was I excited. They released the pre-sale to it at the end of 2018. So in my mind, I'm like, hey, this game's about to come out. Let's pre-order it right now and get deep into the game as soon as it releases, right? Well, was I wrong? At the very bottom, it said, game expected to release December 31st, 2019. This was at the end of 2018. So they were talking about, hey, a little over a year from now, the game will be out, but you can pre-order right now. (laughs) I felt bamboozled completely. And here I am a year later. Today is December the 12th, 2019. I'm hoping that by the end of this month, the game is out. But there's really no word of that yet. Um, and the thing is, what sucks is the game looks great. They're working on all the little details. There's a little campaign trailer that they put out where the artwork and cinematic is just amazing compared to what was out back in you know 2003, 2004. And uh, Reforged is going to contain both the regular game and the expansion Frozen Throne so I just feel like there's so much to look forward to I want to play the story mode I want to play the versus mode and more than anything I'm sure I can I speak for everyone I say I'm looking forward to the mods that are coming out with this game they've even talked about making it a lot easier to mod games into Reforged so there's gonna be so many custom games to look forward to that I've been excited for for so long yet I wait. Please Blizzard, release this game by the end of the month, I beg you. We've all been waiting, I know many of us have. So to end the gaming news, I wasn't sure I was going to talk about this, but when things like this happen, it affects the gaming community a lot more than people really think it does. The news I'm talking about is Louis Vuitton Cross League of Legends Collection. Um, it's dropped already, it's available to buy right now, and it is not cheap I will tell you right now. They have joggers that are 1600 a zip up hoodie that's 2400 leather biker jacket that's 5600 So it is get expensive, it's all within that range. But it's huge because I don't know many gamers that buy this kind of merchandise that go to Louis Vuitton to buy their clothes, but that also means that there's a whole section you know, a whole dynamic of people that have never heard of these games, that shop at these places, that are now getting introduced to it. So it's making it more mainstream, if that makes sense. I mean, I don't know if you remember what happened recently with Coach. They did a Coach Cross Naruto merchandise line, and that was huge for the anime scene. It's making it more okay to be this gamer, esports, aficionado slash, you know, nerd, geek, that's into all these things, which I am, I'm not trying to put anyone down, I'm not, you know, putting anyone on a pedestal either, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but the point I'm trying to make is that when things like this happen, it makes gaming, and even anime, when they did the coach slash Naruto merchandise line, it makes it more mainstream, you know, these things used to be kind of underground, I mean... It wasn't every day that you got to see something like Apex Legends or Overwatch played on ESPN like these things are getting much more mainstream and much more accepted by a general community over just the gaming side of community or an anime community it's just more widespread now which is huge because it's just gonna make things much more easier in the future going forward for you know developers creators writers of all things gaming and anime, uh, it'll be huge. Trust me. So let's get a, let's get into a little bit of streamer news here. So recently we got the announcement that streamers Dr. Lupo Tim the Tatman and Lyric, which are some of Twitch's biggest stars right now, were officially signed to exclusive deals with Twitch. Um, that's that's huge, man. And I gotta say as much as I was never a huge ninja fan, he really started all of this when he left to Mixer. Him leaving the Mixer created this domino effect of people being like, Whoa, whoa, wait. If Mixer's signing people, who Ninja wasn't the only one, should other platforms like YouTube gaming, Facebook gaming, and Twitch start signing people to themselves before they lose them? You know what I mean? Because as we all know, Twitch has the biggest market right now, um, followed by it's youtube and then facebook and then mixer being on the bottom of the barrel but i think it's great that these people are getting these you know exclusive deals getting that guaranteed money it just speaks a lot to where how far we've come with streaming in general i mean we lost so as i mentioned ninja ninja went to mixer shroud king gathalion and ewok all signed exclusive deals to mixer courage JD went to YouTube gaming which I think was huge I think personally I think that YouTube is definitely the way to go these days and what else we lost a few people to Facebook I know this guy's toast went to Facebook and zero the Super Smash Bros streamer we lost them to Facebook so Twitch had to make a move they had to do something and I think it was really smart of them to get Lupo Lyric and Tim The Tatman. I gotta say, I was a little surprised at first that they didn't get Dr. Disrespect and Summit 1G, which to me are some of the more popular streamers on the platform, but it makes sense. Um, We have, you know, the doc signed a TV deal, which I'll get more into right now in a little bit. But from what I've heard recently, I think Summit 1G is actually looking into switching platforms as well with, you know, an exclusive deal. He hasn't made a decision yet. His team's looking into it, trying to find the right deal for him, something that, you know, will fit his needs. But I think he might just be a little scared too to leave Twitch, which I mean, who wouldn't be? But if he finds the right deal, I think he's gonna do it. And I think that's why he didn't sign with Twitch because he didn't want to lock anything down yet. So let's get into the latest Dr. Disrespect news, because I mean, when isn't he a part of streaming news, right? The guy's a character. He's great. Guy Beam plays Dr. Disrespect perfectly. I love it. So we all know him. He is a PUBG and Call of Duty streamer mainly. He does a bunch of other games, but I would say those are his two main games. And um, he's the character with the wig and the stash and the glasses and the vest. (laughs) <laughs> I gotta say, I love his character. But he recently signed a TV deal with The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman. They're creating a, it's a scripted anime series starring Dr. Disrespect's character, where they basically go into the universe of the doc. You know, how his origin story and how he became who he is now basically is from what i understand is what we're gonna be going over in the show i'm sure it's gonna have its comedy i'm sure it's gonna you know be a little bit streaming involved but it's gonna focus mainly on his persona and this is huge like you're talking about a streamer started on youtube you know came to twitch when it became a main thing because he's been around for a long long time now getting a tv deal with The Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman of all people? That's amazing. It's just, we've come so far in this streaming world. And I can't wait to see where it continues to go. I mean, not only Doc, but I mean, you see Ninja on TV all the time now. He was on The Masked Singer. He was on Ellen. He recently did that one show with Kevin Hart where they're in an ice tub. He's so, like, these guys are becoming celebrities. And... I just can't wait to see how it develops and where we go from here. So last but not least, I wanted to talk about Asmongold for a little bit. This is not only Twitch related, but YouTube as well. So during one of his more recent streams, he announced that he's starting a new YouTube channel that is being run by the people who used to take his VODs, upload them, and monetize off of them. He basically goes on to explain that you know YouTube monetization has changed. Where people they're called reuploaders. That's what they do. They take someone's vod, which is usually eight hours long or more for these, you know, big time streamers, and they chop it up and they take, you know, whatever they find that's going to be the best to upload, and they, they create their own video. and Hence the name reuploaders. Well, YouTube has made it a lot harder for these people to monetize, and I think rightfully so because it's not their content that they're using to make money. They're taking you know, these VODs from other streamers and re-uploading them to make their own money. So Asmongold announced to make it better for these people so that you know they don't lose their jobs, and this is one way of seeing it, he's rehiring them to officially make con- content for him under his own YouTube channel. The smart thing about this here is that if you've ever, you know, listened to someone like Devin Nash or Harris Heller YouTube is the way to go as far as spreading your brand. Because no one's gonna really find your Twitch channel without having another form, something like, you know, Facebook, YouTube, or any kind of Instagram, other social media, and YouTube being the biggest obviously, where someone will see your videos and you redirect them to your Twitch channel. So Asmond Gold, he's not dumb. He knew that a lot of these videos that were being you know, uploaded by these re-uploaders were sending them to his channel at the end of the day. So even though he wasn't monetizing off of these YouTube videos, he was definitely had, he definitely had something to gain from it with all these people coming to his channel, you know eventually following, subscribing, possibly donating, things like that. So he was definitely gaining from what was being taken from him. In a smart business move, he went and said, Hey, y'all should just come work for me. I'll pay you. We'll upload, you'll make videos out of my VODs and we'll upload them onto my YouTube channel. And everybody wins, right? Which I think is great. So that's gonna be it for this episode. Um, I hope you liked what you heard today. If you have any kind of opinions or anything like that about it, feel free to comment below follow me on twitch to catch me live like and subscribe on the youtube to catch more videos like this if there's anything you would like me to talk about in the future in my next episode or in the one after that feel free to comment about that as well i appreciate you guys listening to this wherever it is you're listening to this on and i hope to catch you next time as well y'all take it easy